A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. Thus says the Lord God, Lo, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and suddenly they will come to the temple, the Lord, whom you seek. And the messenger of the covenant, whom you desire, yes, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts, but who will endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like the refiner's fire, or like the fuller's lyre. He will sit refining and purifying silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, refining them like gold or like silver, that they may offer due sacrifice to the Lord. Then the sacrifice of Judah and Jerusalem will please the Lord, as in the days of old, as in the years gone by. Lo, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the day of the Lord comes, the great and terrible day, to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with doom. The word of the Lord. Lift up your heads and see, your redemption is at hand. Lift up your heads and see, your redemption is near at hand. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior. Lift up your heads and see, your redemption is near at hand. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice. He teaches the humble his way. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is near at hand. All the paths of the Lord are kindness and constancy toward those who keep his covenant and his degrees. The friendship of the Lord is with those who fear him and his covenant for their instruction. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is near at hand. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Emmanuel, our King and Giver of the Love, Come to save us, Lord our God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When the time arrived, for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy towards her, and they rejoiced with her. 
And when they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all the neighbors and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of God was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. So only a few weeks ago, we celebrated the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, December the 8th. And that feast represents one of the most important aspects of our faith, that God can create a new and blessed beginning out of nowhere. But at the same time, it is pretty hard to grasp what miracle must have taken place inside the womb of Saint Anne, the mother of the Virgin Mary, to make her daughter sinless. Still, this article of faith is peanuts compared to what we are about to celebrate this weekend at Christmas that God himself became man. Because God and man, there are two concepts that fundamentally exclude each other. It asks some mental gymnastics to bring them together. And that's why the church instituted the season of Advent. Even human beings who are created in the likeness of God need to warm up to the idea that God came to live among us. That in him, with him, and through him, we can even become like God and become a blessing for ourselves and for others. And that is called the mystery of the Incarnation. But the Incarnation is not just a chunk of theology that is difficult to chew on. The Incarnation happens. It happens in our world, and we can be attentive to it and embrace it little by little. 
Only one example is how John the Baptist came into this world. All kinds of smaller miracles preceded it. The woman who was barren, Elizabeth, conceived at an old age. Her husband was muted by God because of his unbelief, and he was not able to perform his fatherly task of giving his son a name. And therefore, it happened that Elizabeth, the mother, became the one who chose the name of God, or the name of John, which means God has mercy. Throughout history, God performs these miracles, either preparing the way of the Lord, or as an example, how the word of God has touched ordinary men and women. And in the first reading, the Lord came to purify the sons of Levi. Well, that was quite an achievement, remembering yesterday the misconduct of one of them, Eli, the corrupt priest. But even he became a link in the chain of salvation history. I would say that, so after 2,000 years of Christianity, we should be able to understand a little bit how God works through his church. And that its failures are not a proof of the incompetence of God, or that the wickedness of his personnel does not nullify the mission and powers given by God to that church. No, God can hit a straight ball with a crooked stick. In our church, we don't believe too much in cancel culture. Even excommunication is only used to bring the sinner back to his senses and is lifted as soon as possible. So those crooked sticks which we are, if only those crooked sticks would believe that they can be an essential part of the history of salvation too, and be converted to become a messenger, a messenger of Emmanuel, Emmanuel God with us.